up, fans? It's the Outer Rim News Podcast. It's the week of July 20th, and I'm your host, Austin, and uh, have some heartbreaking news. Um, Ashley could be here this week, but he just wanted me to introduce it, so what up, Ashley? What up in his ass? (laughs) (laughs) I bet everybody's like hard just stopped. They're like, oh, God, he's not here this week. I don't want to listen to this. (laughs) No, they were probably like, what? We'll start listening to this. (laughs) (laughs) Add it to my list. Subscribed. (laughs) All these angry people now. I know it. it. Hey, you're doing a good job hosting. Keep going. Oh, wow. All right. Um, So, let's see. What do we do this week? I know what. There was a little special gift we got this week. Um... I mean, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on. We got everything going on at uh, Comic Con 2017, mm-hmm. and uh, and then we got us a little treat. Did you happen to get you a little thing delivered? Mm-hmm. I, sure I sure did. I sure right, did. All right, man. You know, I thought about yeah, just look- telling you, calling you, and saying, "Hey, don't open it. Let's open it live on the air." But it was just so I couldn't do it. I had to open it. Yeah, I, you know what? That is a good idea, though. We ought to do that one day and uh, just see what. I don't know. Just see how that all works. I mean, yes. I'd, I'd be up for doing it. Maybe we'll do that with the next box. Yeah. Who knows? Let's do that with but, the next um, one. We'll do that. Yeah. We'll do so, that. of course, you know, Smuggler's Bounty, this this uh, go-around was droids was the theme for that one. So, I was kind of excited. Didn't know what they would do, you know, because I know Funko's probably done every droid under the sun. And, uh, but they actually had, I mean, I will say right off the bat, this was another... I think it was another box that was kind of smaller than normal. Like, in the first couple that we've got, this one was a little bit less, I guess. Yeah, but it, pa- to, to me, it packed a punch. It packed a, a needed it, it, punch. It was really cool. It had a, it, it was really cool stuff. I just, like, again, it felt like, like with the last box, it was felt like it was missing something or, I don't know, it just wasn't as big. But it they also didn't give us a, a slip for the next uh, box. But maybe that's just something that they've kind of done away with maybe it just doesn't maybe it just wasn't anything and like maybe it didn't make a difference to them yeah. they maybe did some research and was like oh people don't really care so they just didn't do it anymore um i will say yeah, they, they can, still do it in like the dc box though do they okay yeah um hmm, so yeah it's weird maybe i don't know maybe they'll pick it back up at some point which we do they did say that the next one's going to be jedi so i'm really excited for that oh yeah but oh, yeah. um I say let's let's dive in. Let's just see what we got in the box this month. Okay. Um, if you want to take it away, go ahead and yeah. Tell me what you get there when you open up that okay. sweet sweet box. Okay. So when you first open up the box, you're treated as usual to a patch and a pin, which has become a staple of not only Star Wars box but the DC, the Marvel, and I hadn't gotten one of the Disney treasures, but I'm assuming that they're the similar. But uh, this this uh droid box patch is a little C-3PO with what looks to be a little bitty R2-D2 in the very bottom left-hand corner. Uh, and, of course, the uh, pin is a battle droid, you know, just piggybacking on the droid theme of, of the box. Uh, again, there's not much you can really say about the patch and the pin other than they're they're really cool, and if you already have other smuggler bounty smugglers bounty boxes then once you get enough to put in like a little frame they look really cool all framed up together i will say that i've seen a couple of pictures on maybe instagram where fans have taken like all the the patches to date all the pins to date and kind of arranged them on a um a nice little display frame kind of thing and they look really really cool especially when you see them all together like that so so kudos i hope they continue to do this because it uh you know after a little while you get quite the quite the nice collection of patches and pins yeah um one really cool thing i was like you know it would be neat if the battle droid pin was was actually like a specific battle droid like um mr bones (laughs) that would have been really cool oh that would have been so awesome yeah, but, that, I'd, I'd love to see. I, I'm hoping at one point we'll get a Mr. Bones like Black Series figure or oh, something. Oh, dude, be cool. 
I'm, but, I'm waiting um, on that day. I'm waiting, counting down the days. Heck yeah. But anyway, so yeah, we, um, you know, you open this sweet boy up and let's see, or girl, whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, right off the bat, we get a nice little t-shirt. Um, it's going to make my girlfriend, fiance, very happy. She, uh, she was really excited. It was the, the, uh, I guess it's like a navy blue or black T-shirt that's got BB-8 and R2, um, kind of you know putting the puzzle together for the map to Luke Skywalker. So I was really really excited about that. I mean, I'm assuming you got the same thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay. So yeah, that was a, a nice little touch, and and then of course we um, and that's in you know beyond the shirt, then you just get your you get two pops in this one, which is again really awesome. Um, they give you an R5D4 pop. Which yes. I, I, I'm a guessing he was never he was never done before. Nope. So that was really cool. I, I didn't know that. I thought maybe they had already handled him before. But the 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 really nice piece here I'm I'm really digging is the uh, they did the C3PO the unfinished version from Phantom Menace. And apparently it was like you know it's a real big thing for them to do because it was um, I think it was like a hard piece to manufacture is that right like they were saying just because of the detail that goes into them maybe yeah I, I, it seems like i heard something along those lines yeah and, but, and, um, and it's one that i've been waiting for sorry for all the racket um but that but yeah the c-3po is one that i have, have been waiting for because I, he's long overdue i mean come on right. the phantom menace doesn't really get much love from funko well none of the prequels really get as much love as, as the original trilogy in the force awakens and rogue one. Yeah. So it's, it, it's time. It's time. I, I agree. It's hopefully, um, you know, hopefully we'll start to see more. Cause I, you know, that's one thing I don't like. I, I really would love to see more Phantom Menace love. And, mm-hmm. uh, when they, when they pick this and I, and I didn't even think about it, I'm like, what droid are they going to do special for this? Cause I felt like they, they've already, done all the droids in Funko Pop, but maybe I was yeah, I was wrong, because like I said, I thought R5-D4 was probably already done at some point, but obviously not, so we get an awesome R5-D4, mm-hmm. and then I just, I, you know, for whatever reason, whenever Phantom Menace came out, I was I was in love with that C-3PO. Like, yeah. I wish he was featured even more in the movie, like R2 was more of the the star of the of the Phantom Menace, but I just loved how they had C three PO because it was like truly like a signifier of a prequel. It's like you know you've already got young Obi Wan, you've got young Anakin, but then you've got three PO and he's not even finished. He's he doesn't have any of the gold plating. So I just thought that was I don't know my young mind was blown. I'm like oh this is so awesome, <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah man Funko Pop did a really good job. I mean that's pretty much it with the box, but they. They, uh, you know, I agree with what they were talking about with this pop. I mean, they, he's definitely got a lot of detail, you know, all the wires and everything and just a nice little piece, man. I'm, I'm really digging this thing. Yeah. Well, well, too, before, before we head off on, on the R5D4 with the astromech droids, this is the first of a new way of designing the astromech droids with R5D4. Typically before what you would see, you wouldn't have the bobblehead kind of, uh, look to it it would Uh be that the body and head were connected and they all bobbled connected to the legs i don't know how to describe that okay but um i gotcha yeah um so it's it's like the legs were the ones that were you know at a standstill while everything else kind of bobbled with it you know to to make the astromech droids but this time they they uh, went with a different design because I know the guys at Funko are always trying to come up with a better way of doing things, and uh, they decided to really and truly make this a bobblehead astromech droid, which is uh, which is really really cool. And you know, R five D four might be one of my favorite Star Wars Funko pops to date. I don't know. I ha- I have this weird thing about R5-D4, even as a kid, playing, I mean, I'd rather play with R5-D4 than I had R2. You know, right. not saying he definitely that I, was, I loved his, his, his design I always thought was awesome. And I had the, the R5-D4 back when they did the, you know, the Power of the Force yeah. release and his, you know, the, the pieces came open and he had like a little rocket launcher inside, yes. which I is weird, a fan of that. <laughs> but, but, uh, I was just like, Hey man, it, you know, 
Yeah. It'd be cool if this droid did have a rocket launcher like that, but yeah. I don't know. I just like his. I, I just like the head design. That's one thing about those astromechs is I love that particular head design over like R two. Mm-hmm. But um. But oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm 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 really 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 digging this piece, and I'm so glad they decided to put it in this box. Um. Yeah, I mean, just it's got some heft to it too, compared to other pieces. Um. Even compared to like, I'm, I'm picking up Luke. Uh, old Luke right now from the force awakens and uh little, little uh, R five D four feels a little bit heavier and more stout than full size Luke up here. Hmm. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super happy, super happy with this R five D four. And I'm, if you're a star Wars fan and uh, you like astromechs, you will be super happy with this too, especially the new design. Cause I, I'm really digging the new design for the astromechs by Funko. Kudos to whoever did it. I, b- I believe it was uh, Reese that um, designed this. So kudos, man. You did a good job. Really good job. Good job, Reese. Yep. Um, also, <laughs> speaking of Funko, speaking of Funko, but, well, before we go with that, then let them know. I mean, the next box in a couple of months will be a Jedi themed box. Mm-hmm. So right. what, what do you expect out of that, man? Uh I really don't know. I mean, if it's Jedi, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like, um, have they done anything like with Mace Windu or anything yet? Uh, with Funko? I do, I do not believe that they've, yes, they did. It was a Walgreens exclusive not too long ago. Like, was it? Okay. Like I was going to say, is it, if anything, yeah. I knew, I, I have a feeling that they, they'll probably, um, yeah, it'll be in two months. Let's see. So it'll be in time for the, you know, the, Force Friday stuff, you know, that starts basically the the last Jedi marketing push mm-hmm. that will happen in September. So that could be then, and they, they may incorporate something from the last Jedi, but most likely, but I'm thinking be- it's probably going to be a Jedi Council type thing. Yeah, we'll have somebody yeah. from the Jedi Council or Clone Wars or something like that. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I'm thinking, mate. Hopefully, uh, what's her name? The Blue Ayla a- 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 Secura. Yeah. I'm hoping yeah. we see her, um, maybe even, uh, I don't know, um, there's so, I mean, it's, it's hard to pick from, because I know they've already done Kit Fisto, they've already done Plo Koon, they've done Mace Windu, they've got plenty of Yoda, but, um... What about uh, Kenlan Voss? Ooh, that would be a good one. No, they haven't done yeah. that. Um, I was going to say, that would be cool. Or like, a. Which no, she would be Sith, but yeah, Kenlan Voss would be good. Um, yeah, I just don't know what all Funko has done, but I just, I just have a feeling it's probably going to center somewhere around maybe the Jedi Council in some way, like somebody they haven't done before. Yeah, but I'm, the, but then again, they'll probably do. You think they'll do two, um, two pops? Uh, yeah, because I mean, I, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to picture. Like a pop rides with a Jedi, and I'm just not seeing it unless they do, you know, something like Anakin in his yellow cab speeder from Attack of the Clones, right? Or Anakin Which I would be kind of. Uh, I mean, it, I guess some people would be happy with that, but I, I don't know. I probably wouldn't care for it too much. I would prefer something a little bit different. Yeah, um, I, my feeling, I, I would think they would go with two, and it. Sakura and maybe ooh, Kiati Mundi would be interesting. Just with yeah. his big head. How would they do that? <laughs> Who you know, knows? His that'll big be, long head. That'll be something. Yeah. Uh so I, I yeah. All exciting. I don't know. But I can't wait to see what, what they what they come up with for it. But um Definitely. definitely. Hey, speaking of Funko, uh with this San Diego Comic Con going full stream, um I ordered last night. I, I was just lucky. I had I happened to be online at the right time on Facebook, and somebody posted a link to, uh, "Hey, look, Amazon has the um, six-inch Snoke uh, pop up for pre-order." So it was a, a San Diego Comic Con exclusive, but similar to Star Wars Celebration. You can find it at uh, at certain, st- you know, each of their each of their exclusives at different stores. And right. Amazon was the the exclusive store for Snoke. So I just happened to be online at the right time, ordered him, and it's on its way. 
I got the shipping confirmation today. Be oh, here wow. tomorrow. Big old six That's inch cool. glowy Snoke sitting on a throne. Huh. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I can't wait to get him. And I know that there were several other, a couple other uh, exclusives. They had Bodie Rook as a, an exclusive at San Diego Comic-Con, uh, some sort of uh, salt, like tank driving s- stormtrooper from Rogue One. And they had a two pack of R2 and holographic Leia, which I think that's a GameStop exclusive too. So that's kind of cool. Kind of cool. Um, lead us on host of the night. Well, um, basically, I mean, everybody knows that San Diego comic con is, is like you said, full steam, full steam ahead. They're, they're, you know, showing out all kinds of stuff. I mean, I'm sure there's more to come. We will probably get more uh, Star Wars stuff. I want to say that um, when I looked at the, I want to say at the Hasbro section, you know, where they have all their Black Series figures mm-hmm. on display, I think there was some stuff that they weren't going to reveal until like noon, or you know, which I guess was uh, Pacific time. So yeah, probably three or four o'clock tomorrow. We'll we may get more Black Series figures. I'm assuming it'll probably be maybe some more last Jedi stuff, but, um, but mm-hmm. yeah, so, so yeah, we've been seeing a lot more activity and we've been seeing a lot of stuff coming out of San Diego comic con talking about the last Jedi. Um, I think they revealed, um, Kylo Ren's tie fighter. Is that right? Oh yeah. That was on star Wars.com. Yeah. So that's really cool that that, that bit of information is coming out around comic con and, and, um, and then they were talking about, I think, um, they revealed, if people remember from the behind the scenes uh, sizzle reel, you know, we were looking at all, and me, me and you were talking last time about the critters that we've, <laughs> we've yeah. been seeing a lot of throughout the trailer. And, and apparently they've, uh, you know, they've given a name. I think Pablo Hidalgo talked about um, in an interview with the with the Star Wars side, he was talking about the, the creatures that we see in the, in the sizzle reel. And they're from Octo where Luke and Ray are. And they're, they're the cute little penguin, Things that you big can, eyes, yeah, like a cross between a bunch of different stuff, but they're basically they they're going to be called porgs, yeah, porgs. which is kind of I don't know, it's kind of a cute name, little Dude. porgies, I guess is what we can call them. Yep, and, and uh, apparently they build nests and they can fly. Yeah, and, and their babies yeah, so are called really porglets. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's it's weird though because like it makes me feel like it's something to be I don't know why, but it's almost like you know porgs. Maybe maybe it's the pogs where I'm feeling like you can collect them all or something. <laughs> They're like, hey, yeah. get your uh, get all your different porgs. I'm but, thinking uh, pig. I don't know because yeah. You know, well, I mean, porglets, that's what I'm wondering. Piglets. I mean, sure, it's like a mixture of pig meets penguin yeah. meets. I don't yeah. know what you want. I mean, it, it looks like there's so many things. They're almost like a little hamster. Yeah, I don't know. It's just all kinds of little things, but it has like a. It also to me has a little bit of a like an anime feel to it. Like I've seen something like this in a. In an anime before or something, yeah, that's really really cute. I I can see that, and and you know what? For the holiday season, they could Furby this guy. Oh man! And yeah. sell the crap I mean, out good. of him. That would be cool. I mean, you know, you never know like what blows up at Christmas. I mean, just the weirdest things do. But wouldn't that be something if just for whatever reason these things just caught on and like kids were buying them up like crazy? Yeah, you know how the the Furbies, I mean, they move their head, they talk, they open their mouth and stuff. I mean, this looks perfect for that. Mm-hmm. You, you know, I, I mean, I never I even got the Furby thing. I was always like, it's weird that Furbies caught on, but they, they were a huge thing. Because to me, I thought they looked like Mogwai. I was like, they're kind of a cross between like Mogwai and, yeah. I don't know, like just, you know, whatever. I mean, it just mainly to me looked like. Gremlins, Mogwai. So, Mogwai, Mogwai. But, yeah, these right here are cute, and I'm sure we'll get, I, I, I bet these are, you know, like, you, like you're like you on to something, I think, with the whole Christmas thing. Mm-hmm. I bet these are going to be used in marketing. They're going oh. to try to put these out for kids. Oh, yeah. Now, but, but now I'm so worried about the little things getting hurt. Yeah, <laughs> which I mean, I'm sure they'll probably, they'll probably be, you know, I don't, I don't know, but they, and they may even, from what I'm hearing is they could 
somehow tie into the plot line of the movie, but I don't know. I think if anything, they'll probably hurt one of them for effect, you know, kind of like with the Ewoks <gasps> where one of them gets hurt. The other one's like, you know, like laying up against it, like, you know, the, laying oh. on the cute factor. They better not hurt the porglets. Make it be an adult porg. <laughs> People just stand up shaking their fist at the screen. <laughs> Ryan Johnson, oh, man. you manimal. <laughs> what was real cool, though, is I love how they put up The Last Jedi um, booth or whatever it, at San Diego Comic Con, and they had like some of the people like standing there, like the like Elo Asti, and um, they had uh, Nyan Num, I think, there or something like that. And oh, I yeah. want to say, I want to say they had Poe's outfit or something there. Yeah, like all on display around like one of those like targeting hologram things you know they use in the in the bases. Uh huh. And BB-8's kind of around there. I just remember seeing that that picture there. But now, um, now, did you read the uh, the little uh, the the display things underneath the props or the costumes? No, uh, no okay. I, I haven't seen that. Okay, if you go to StarWars.com, they they show the pictures you're talking about of uh, I get, well, it's not Illoasty, I don't think. Didn't he? I think oh, he died you know in the no, Force you're, Awakens. You're right. He died in the Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I was thinking about that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's not that's, that's not him at all. That's he probably... Is, yeah, this guy is... It's like C apostrophe AI. I don't know how you say it. Kai, maybe? We'll say Kai or Sia. <laughs> yeah, Sia or Kai. Uh, Sia? Uh, Thranali is his last name. Oh, okay. And, and here's a little bit of uh, maybe spoilerish information. Because uh, on his little banner thing under right beside him, it says a skillful fighter pilot of Abedinedo. Is that uh, that's I guess that's his alien race, right? Abednedo descent. It says uh, Kai Thranali flies as Poe Dameron's wingman, following the evacuation of Dakar. Mm. And so you know, I was thinking about that today. Actually, I was thinking about the like. You know, because from what we've seen, it looks like they're they're they've been moved, like they've moved basically on to mobile. You know, like they're all on the run or whatever mm-hmm. they're doing. But they're like, remember, the command center seems to be on a ship now mm-hmm. from the, what we saw in the teaser. So I was wondering if that's what we're going to see at the beginning of the movie, where maybe the first order like retaliates and they have to get out of there. And that's why I was wondering if maybe that was. Um, Maybe that's what we see when Poe's ship gets blown up and stuff like that is the kind of the re- the the counterattack. And, and they so, all have to just like, you know, they all have to get, get the heck out of there. And that's Dakar. I, it seems like I've heard of Dakar before. Was that in The Force Awakens? Yeah. Which planet was that? That was there. That's where the base is. Oh, idiot. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Brain farts. Mm. I get it. I think, and that's another, you know, like, you know, now that you bring that up, it's, you know, I feel like it's nothing to really, like, I don't know. I try not to be too ashamed of it because we're just, as Star Wars fans, and for so many years, you know, we know all of this knowledge, like all this Star Wars stuff, all the planets, all the creatures, everything. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to store all the new information, like all the new planets and new aliens. Yeah. And I'm finding, a, I'm like, it's like my age is showing. It's really hard for me to retain the knowledge. Like I have to really push them. I mean, it, it eventually sticks, but I really have to, I really have to practice at it. Yeah, but dude, you <laughs> got like, like all these new planets kill you me. You got like what? 20 something years of, of tattooing. Pretty much. Right. And, and like, we have like two years of, Dakar, Octu, you know, yeah, exactly. the other planet, <laughs> Snowkiller Base, Starkiller Base, whatever. <laughs> Snowkiller. <laughs> oh, that would actually be a really cool name for a Snow base. Killer Snowkiller Base. Snowkiller. Snowkiller Base. Um, Snoke, if you got him. Also, but, I was uh, looking at uh, Poe Dameron under his under his little name tag. There, it says. Uh, now that the conflict between the First Order and the Resistance has escalated into open warfare, Poe shines as a daring squadron leader, ever brash and foolhardy. His hotshot antics wear the patience of both First Order and Resistance Command. 
Mm-hmm. So I guess he's becoming more of a of a uh, loose cannon, I guess, for both. I mean, of course, he's that would create trouble for for the uh, first order. But I, I guess Leia is probably going to be struggling to rein him in with this one. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. But I, you know, I didn't think about that. The fact that uh, this is basically. Uh, you know, because leading up to that, they were always, I mean, they weren't in full combat, like they weren't in full engagement with Fort First Order. Even when you read the comics, it's like, it's kind of like hit and run little things here and there, but there's never, there's never been a huge conflict yet. Oh, yeah. So now that I think about it, this is pretty much, I mean, Force Awakens was pretty much the, 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 you know, kind of like the, the, the initial attack, the, the call to arms, you know, like it's time for war kind of thing going on. So that's pretty interesting that, uh, the yeah, so in this movie, it's pretty much they're they're, you know, the gloves are off basically with this one. Yeah, I mean, even in that book, uh, what's it called? Before the Before the Force Awakens or something? Mm-hmm. It's one of those uh, little, little bitty hardbacks, kind of yeah, like got the gray the and red. Showed all the different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think in that story, in in that they had a, a Poe Dameron story, and if I recall correctly. Leia sent him on a mission, but, you know, with explicit orders not to fire on First Order ships, yep. you know. Exactly. Just b- because they didn't want it to, g- it, they didn't want to give the First Order a reason to attack, you know. Right. So, or a reason to start this, whatever Leia thought it was going to be, a uh, takeover or whatever. It's kind of cool. Um, I want to go back to something too, though, before you're talking about the Hasbro booth, um, mm-hmm. because one, I, I saw a picture of something that they did not have on this or, or they may have had on display, but you weren't supposed to take pictures of it yet. And it was for the three and three quarter inch line, but mm-hmm. it is a, it, it's a Rathtar and it comes oh, with, yeah. yeah, it comes with Balatik. Yeah, I was. I, I remember seeing that. Like, I was trying to go back to it before, and uh, I remember I was trying to read it while we were at the doctor's office, and I think Candy had kind of kicked me out of it. Like, she was she grabbed my phone and was doing something else, and I was like, "Oh, I was trying to read that," but it was yeah, it was something to do with the Raftar. What? Like it was in a. She took like your phone while you were reading Jedi. Star Wars. I'm telling you, man, it was crazy. <laughs> but it's like I just remember it being like it was in it was in a Last Jedi box, like in Last Jedi packaging, but it was a Raftar. So I just never got around to getting back to it. Hmm. Well, I, you know, I'm 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 kind of looking forward to that Raftar because we, you yeah. know, after that initial Force Awakens rollout, we hadn't really got anything from the Force Awakens other than like a a, a re packaging of Kylo Ren in ro- in a Rogue right. One you know package. So Right. And and it's it's weird too because even with with the Rogue One rollout and some of that stuff, I mean, it's weird how some places it was just like you never really like some of that stuff you just never found unless you went online and searched it out like it's just weird like you, I would think that hopefully with this with the last Jedi they'll they'll try to do a better job of making sure that all the stores have you know a good bit of everything for the waves so uh-huh. that you you can at least have a chance to get all the figures you want instead of just there's some you know a few here and there that oh for whatever reason we can't find yeah that's just kind of weird so dude my local uh, Walmart still has on the shelf the first wave of Rogue One figures oh do they wow yeah and they don't and they have marked them down it's crazy but now like the you know how Walmart was the exclusive home of the three and three quarter inch black series figures. You know, with the articulation and all that kind of good stuff. Uh-huh. And they were like $12.84. You can hmm. find them left and right at Walmart for like 3 to $5. Wow. But the five points of articulation Rogue One figures are still 7 bucks. It's like, okay, you got like a couple of months before The Last Jedi stuff comes out. You better start marking this crap down to get it <laughs> right. out of here, you know? I think you're marking down the wrong thing, but that's neither here nor there. But uh, an, an, another cool thing, too, was uh, the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive Black Series, Ray and Luke. And this yeah. is where we finally get a Luke Skywalker f- from The Force Awakens in action, f- action figure form, aside from what uh, Funko did with their pop. So right. I'm super stoked about that. 
Yeah, I can't wait. I'm I'm definitely wanting to get. I mean, of course, unless I want to spend big bucks, I'm you know, which I'm not going to fork out a whole bunch of money for that. But you know, once they actually do the release, which I'm sure they'll have it on Force Friday, mm-hmm. I can't wait to get a Luke. I've got to get an old Luke. I don't know if they're going to have on Force Ray. Friday, are they? You don't think they will? I don't recall. I thought it was a San Diego Comic Con exclusive. Well, I know these these particular ones are, but it's just like you know when uh, before the Force Awakens came out, they had the San Diego Comic Con um, exclusive First Order trooper. You know, you get your trooper early, yeah. but then when Force Friday came out, you know they had plenty of them for Black Series and three quarter, three and three quarter inch and all that. So oh. I'm I'm sure they they I mean that it wouldn't make sense to me if you didn't get a rollout of of Luke and Ray and all of them during Force Friday. Uh, yeah, because they're like the they're the center point of the movie, you know. I don't know, dude. Uh, I mean, everything I'm reading says that these are San Diego Comic Con exclusives, with the exception that August 14th on Hasbro HasbroToyShop.com, they'll have a select few you can order. But it will be a nightmare trying to grab them that day because that site right. will just be hammered as soon as they go True. up. Um, but. Yeah. But the the one interesting fact about this though is if you look, I don't know if it, and you and and what you have to do is you have to go to find these sites with all the San Diego Comic Con pictures so you could see Ray, this Ray figure out of the box. If you look at her right arm, she has this huge gash mm-hmm. on her right arm, like a blood right. blood looking gash. Hmm. I wonder what happens with that. Well, see, I was looking too, and I, I'm looking at a picture now that doesn't even show the gash. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering because people were saying, I wonder if uh, if it was just that well, that picture that was going around, if it was just like a mark on the figure itself. Because uh. the, it looks like there's one here in the display that I'm looking at that doesn't have the gash. So I don't know. I don't know because you know, I mean, in some of the marketing material, you can see she even has a scar on her head around her eyebrow, around the side of it. I don't know. I'm just looking here at the display stuff, and I'm I'm not seeing any gash on this one. But but I saw the picture you were talking about where she did have a gash. So I don't know. It, she and she may very well have one. You know, I just don't know. But it would be know, interesting. I mean, I'm yeah, sure. I mean, it's, it's probably Luke's, Luke's abusing her while he trains her. Yeah, I mean, if it's legit, how did she get it? Um, right. Huh. I, I I can't wait for this movie to come out. To answer all my questions. <laughs> answer, answer me. I need to know now. But yeah, man, I want that. The I mean, I'm guessing he was an exclusive too, but the Thrawn figure. Mm. I would love to have that. Oh, dude. And it, again, August 14th on Hasbro. Hasbro. Hasbro Toy Hasbro? Shop. <laughs> Hasbro. Uh, you can order him. forty nine ninety nine. And they had these at Celebration, but they had, they've got them here again for for uh, Comic Con. But I'm really digging the Forces of Destiny toy line, man. Like they just look, you know, they just look high quality, you know, like Barbie dolls, you know. And then they've got the cool, like I really love the Leia figure because I wanted mainly just for the Ewok, <laughs> just for Wicked. Yeah, but yeah, they all look cool. I even like, uh, I mean, especially like Ray's figure, the one where she's wearing her, you know, her training outfit. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's going to be really cool. My, my favorite out of that is, of course, Bespin Luke and Yoda. So, oh, yeah. I forgot that they've got Luke, too. Yeah, yeah. that He does look good. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, but, you know, that's one we, I don't think we've seen that episode yet. I guess not. I haven't, I haven't even seen all the episodes that are out. I've still, I'm still behind. I just haven't had a chance to sit down with Candy to watch the rest of them. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I'm really digging the. The uh, Luke Bespin outfit with uh, Yoda. Now, mm-hmm. Chewbacca, not so much. Yeah, Chewbacca looks a little weird. Like he's, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, it's kind of almost too hairy. He looks like Beastman from the live action Masters of the Universe movie with yeah. Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that, but yeah. Oh, no, I definitely remember it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Chewie yeah, right he's there. Looking a little Beastman. <laughs> oh, jeez. Like Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. I mean, he straight up looks like Wolfman. Really, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. He looks like Wolfman here. He's just crazy. Yeah. So, um, why don't we talk a little bit about uh, 
Star Wars land and the news that happened at D3. I know we're going back a little bit in time, but we didn't get to cover that last it last issue. Yeah, man. Last episode. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was, whew, I'm just ready for it to open. <laughs> like after what they announced, I mean, all the immersive stuff. I mean, not, you know, not only do you get like an awesome theme park, but they were talking about the, you know, the, the resort you can stay at, you know, that's, that kind of ties you into a story. Mm-hmm. With the with the park and everything, but yeah, man, just having like, and I, it's bigger than I thought it was going to be. I mean, there's going to be a lot of stuff to do. It looks like, and then you have the two. It looks like two centerpieces. Like the two main rides are going to be, you know, the the Millennium Falcon ride, which apparently you, I think it's like, is it? Oh Lord, what's his name from Rebels? Who? What's Ezra's friend? You know, those the he's a smuggler. Ah, yes. Uh, Hondo. Hondo. I think, isn't it Hondo and Chewie, and they're trying to find, a like, a... Basically, they're trying to find a crew for the Falcon. Are you kidding me? Hondo's in that? Is it? I think it's Hondo. I think it's... I think it's... Let me let me look it up. But, but basically, yeah, you, you get... Like, it turn, it's, it's like a storyline where you're helping... You, you, I guess you're becoming, like, a new crew to uh, work on the Falcon, but you get to fly it, you know, so everybody gets basically to fly the Falcon. So, um, no, you have to find that. You have to find that. We got to verify that right now. (laughs) I'm looking right now. Let me see. Um, do, 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 do. Well, while you're, while you're, yeah, it was, it was, I mean, I was just impressed that they were even, I mean, they're really trying to, uh, they're really, you know, they're really pushing for like this big story thing to yeah. go along with your stay to make it way more immersive. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was a really neat touch to it. Um, let's see. Falcon Ride has surprisingly high stakes. Let's see. I can't believe this. You're making this crap up. Don't you play with my emotions? Yeah, like I mean, I, you know, I like, I, I, I lie a lot. Hmm. <laughs> well, while I'm looking for that, but yeah, I'll, we'll, we'll come back around to it. Um, cause I like how they, they talk about too, that, you know, um, if you, you know, if you're piloting the ship and if you crash it and stuff like that, that it can, it can basically come back to haunt you later. Like they'll, they'll, you'll be the talk of the town. People will be, you know, saying stuff about you. I mean, I guess you'll, you can get a good or bad reputation depending on how you fly the Falcon. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, I I know um in one of the videos I saw one of the designers was talking about a like not not necessarily if you stay at the hotel or not but just coming into Star Wars land you can participate in your own adventure even you know throughout right. the whole entire space not just riding a couple of rides and and participating that way but just walking through the place you know you I, I he didn't really go into details about how that works, but I'm assuming maybe, you know, if you're walking over in the first order territory, uh, stormtroopers will come out and try to pat you down and, you know, question you as to why you're there. Um, right. You can go and th- they have several, a uh, couple of different restaurants. I believe you can eat there with star Wars themed food. And I'm assuming blue milk will be a part of that or, or some sort of blue drink, you know, to make it seem like blue milk. Uh, and if you're a Star Wars fan, you know you will be going to the cantina to get the blue milk just to say you've tried it. Everybody will do it. I know. I'll be the first one to do it. Um, But it'll be cool to just be able to walk around Star Wars land. I mean, just to be... Im- really immersed in Star Wars in the Star Wars galaxy, you know, the only thing that will kind of take you out is when you look around all those little kids with their Mickey mouse ears on because they've been to other parts of the park, you know? Um, but just seeing the little merchants out there selling their, you know, alien looking food and, and, uh, junkyards and all that kind of good stuff. I just, I really can't wait. The one thing I'm not looking forward to is the price. Because I, as I understand it, staying at the Star Wars themed hotel, which you can also uh, take part in an 
another adventure while you stay there, even which even includes a costume for you. Um, it's not going to be cheap, you know, but mm-hmm. three nights, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm going to try to convince a wife to let's do it. You know, I mean, I'd love to, I mean, I've got to do it. I mean, even though it is super expensive, that might be just something we'll, we'll have to really save up for and, and, uh, yeah, it's like, and do it up. But yeah, from what I'm reading here, this is on slashfilm.com. They're talking about like all this stuff, like, of course, Rex, you know, RX24 from, from the original Star Tours ride. He's going to mm-hmm. be back. Mm-hmm. But they're saying there's a, their concept art teased a moment between Chewbacca and Hondo from Star Wars Rebels, the two of them shaking hands and making some sort of deal. It seems that the meeting between them may be part of the much hyped Millennium Falcon simulator attraction. Okay. So, so, so let's put two and two together here. Okay. Let's just put two and two together here. This this uh, Star Wars land is based around the time frame of the First Order's fight against the Resistance. Right, exactly. That means Hondo is still around. Yeah. Maybe his species just ages really well or something. Yeah, maybe he's like Chewbacca, you know. Uh, we live to be 400! <laughs> exactly. I mean, it could be. It could really very well be. And he's kind of reptilian too, so he, yeah. you know, he could it could be that he lives for a long time. But um, I just think that's really cool that they'll be bridging the two. Like you, you have, you know, the movie stuff going on, but then you get Hondo into the into the kind of the movie realm. Because mm-hmm. I want to say where I first saw that was they were doing design work for him, um, like they were. I guess it was like CG work or whatever, trying to make it. Yeah, you know, he pretty much looked just like he did in Rebels, but just you know, in three dimensional, like like more realistic form. Huh. But um, but yeah, so that's gonna be cool. And then of course they showed the the it was like a part of the ride, you know. Basically, you know, this it's like the seats that like they have for those rides, like Transformers and Spider Man and all that, where it's mm. the looks like bumper cars. I mean, you got a few rows of seats, and in the front middle, there's a there's a droid, yeah, an astromech droid, and it looks like that's gonna be part of the other ride where you, I guess, you go through maybe like a the first order base and maybe you go through a star destroyer or something like that yeah that's what it looks like it, it looks like a uh, hangar bay uh, a star destroyer right. hangar bay and it's some kind of ride that takes place inside of that or maybe maybe you're in a Ooh, what if you're in a tie fighter and you start out in the hangar bay and you take off oh man i don't know but i'm just saying depend like based on the the ride itself like the, the actual vehicle you ride in it looks like it's kind of almost like a one of those cargo things, you know, where, or like, you know, like a transport, yeah. where you, you know, like they kind of have in, in Coruscant or just like on, when you're riding around on bases and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm wondering if this ride's going to be kind of like those, those sort of like a dark ride, but it's, you know, you're on a track and then they got the 3d screens and all that stuff. I'm wondering if that's what it's going to be. So it's going to work like yeah. Spider-Man or something like yeah. that. I mean, it, it, and you know, uh, Two, you got to have a ride for each side. So you got Millennium Falcon for the good side, and the uh-huh. start, and this one for the bad side. Because you know you have some people. I want to be a stormtrooper, and some people I want to be Luke Skywalker. <laughs> so you got to give each faction a ride. Yeah, I, I mean I'm re- I'm really looking forward to it. The only bad thing is it's 2019, so you still have another year and a half at least. To yep. wait and and no specific date in 2019, just 2019. And uh, and I've already heard and I've heard rumor that uh, when it does open for the first few months, there's going to be a premium to get into Star mm-hmm. Wars Land. Like you buy your Disney Park ticket, and then you pay more on top of that just to get into Star Wars Land. <laughs> yep, exactly. And I wouldn't, yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt it at all because I mean you've got to number one, you got to help pay for it, but also, yeah. I think it'll probably help control the capacity. You know, like, I think that's what they're aiming at is to curb, curb the, uh, f- you know, the foot traffic inside the thing. Yeah, definitely. but still, it doesn't matter. I mean, this first few months, diehard <laughs> Star Wars fans are just going to pack that. You know, the fire marshal will be there every day. We got to get some people out of here. You're over limit. <laughs> you know. Hmm. But um, but yeah, I, I'm excited. I can't wait to see. You know, I can't wait to see more of the what they're going to do with the park, and that's just going to be cool. You know, because you see everybody else, all these other parks that have like those, you know, like you got the Harry Potter stuff and the the 
you know, Simpsons and, you know, and all the stuff at Disney where it's really immersive and you get to kind of, you know, they got the, the, the Navi, you know, the avatar stuff and you kind of immerse yourself in that world and you have drinks based in that universe. And so for us, like for me and you, you know, to have that with star Wars and have a star Wars land where we get to drink blue milk for real and mm-hmm. all the, oh man, it's just, oh, I can't, I can't wait. Oh, I feel, it feels like it's an eternity away and I'm going to be so old when it comes out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give me the scooter so I can ride around the star Wars land. <laughs> this is just too much. I can't take it. <laughs> oh, <gee>. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, <Yeah>. Sonny. <laughs> Where did he rent the scooters? <laughs> <laughs> Them they're scooters. Yeah. They, they're magical. I just I'm so tired. <laughs> My old legs can't handle it. I've been waiting just, two years. Seems oh, like eternity. Blue raspberry milk. That's what I'm. I'm saying it right now. It's probably going to be blue raspberry milk. Uh, I'm sure it will be. But uh, either that or it's going to taste like it's going to taste like Fruit Loops milk. Ah, no, don't <laughs> ruin it for me, Austin. I had ice cream like that. It was, it was completely blue, but they had Fruit Loops cream, uh, sprinkled on top. And I was like, I was like, what is this? What is this? it was called? Blue Moon. And he said, Oh, it's uh, it's basically it tastes like the milk after you've had Fruit Loops. And the milk that's left over. And I tried it and I was like, yeah, it tastes exactly like that. Was it good? So, it was all right. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's all right. Okay. But, um, but yeah, I feel like there's more to be revealed at San Diego Comic Con for Star Wars. We haven't really seen anything yet. I'm just wondering if we'll get anything else. I mean, I'm sure we won't, but it'd be nice to get some sort of a trailer. Or, I, uh, I, I just, just don't more. see it because Lucasfilm doesn't have a presence there. Right there, and they're probably probably if anything, they're just. I'm thinking they're probably waiting for the next trailer to be something similar to last year, where or I mean, the last uh, with Force Awakens when they did it during what was it a football game or something like that? Yeah, um, so but I'm sure they'll they, probably do something like that. Yeah, but do they want to wait that long? I mean, it would have to I be. They, it would have to be like the the first game of the season, which is a Thursday night Patriots and the Chiefs. You know, right? Um. But that's you're still talking September. That's right. <laughs> that's a little late there. I think. Um, is there a big Disney they, movie coming out here between now and September? Um, I really don't know. I haven't really followed too much. Maybe maybe there's something. I, I know there was. I don't know. They got Pixar stuff in the works, like Coco and and. Yeah, uh, but Coco comes out in like November, I think. Stuff. Does it? Oh, okay. So yeah, in that in that case, I really don't know. Hmm. I really don't know. Uh, so what do you it. think? I mean, I, I feel like there's not really much else we can we can really discuss in terms of Comic Con until they've revealed everything. And I'm thinking we're probably going to get more tomorrow. So you think we ought to just move on and maybe maybe chat a little bit about Rebel Rising? Or yeah, yeah, let's do that. Let's let's talk a little bit about Rebel Rising. I don't know if we're going to get okay. it all in because we're yeah. We're, which I mean, but there's there's really not. I mean, there's not yeah. a whole lot we can say about it. I mean, it's a pretty straightforward book. But um, you know, we've I think we both finished it a while back. I'm probably going to forget some stuff here and there, but. You know that's what happens when you, when you don't take notes, because um, we just don't believe in notes at this show for whatever reason. Don't worry, but, I've uh, already Googled it up. No, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but no, it was you know I was excited that they were they were gonna you know kind of give a backstory to Jen, you know, because mm-hmm. we did get the backstory to everything in Rogue One through Catalyst, and you know it was kind of a lead up to to the you know the prologue of of uh, Rogue One. So that was that was a really cool tie in book there. But then it's like that gap in between the prologue and then Rogue One was the area that I was interested in too. Mm-hmm. And Rebel basically Rebel Rising touches on that and um I, I thought they did a great job. It's, to me, again, this book is another example of how the the young adult novels in the Star Wars universe are really dominating over a lot of the adult novels, which is odd. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I thought I thought it was really good because you know I you know with with Rogue One with everything, it's a big ensemble cast and there's a lot of stuff going on and you know sometimes I feel like Jen kind of gets overshadowed. So if you don't know the backstory. Like if you don't know if you didn't read the other book or if, you know stuff like that you don't you you really don't she's kind of a one dimensional character I mean you knew she was you know she was orphaned her dad became you know the you know he was taken by the empire back back in and you know 
it worked on the Death Star and kind of left her, left her to be raised by Saw Guerrera and all that. So you, you get all that in the movie and you get, you know, okay, she's, she's, she's got no love for anybody like for the rebels or the empire. She just wants to, you know, keep her head down. You know, we find her in prison. So what's really cool is how I like how this book touches on when she is first put into that, that, that labor camp. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh, in prison, and you flash, you keep going back and forth between her time there, and then you go into the, you know, like the gaps or the gap between the prologue and then Rogue One. So you get to see her grow up and and see how Saul raised her. So I really dug how this book really gave a lot more explanation and character to Jen. Like it really did to me. It felt like it did a really great great job, and and you, you know, basically showing you why she doesn't have any love for for any any side you know because i mean she's yeah. pretty much just you know she gets the the crap end of the stick any, any every time something goes down would you agree yeah i mean she's basically getting used at every turn by every anybody turn. That, that that can use her you know exactly uh, so i i, I no. mean i listen to the audiobook because mm-hmm. you know that's that's what i do the um i can't remember the narrator's name but she did a really good gin impersonation so i mean and, i oh, mean okay. yeah she did she did spot on audio work for for the book uh my one complaint with this book and it's it seems to be more and more i i see this more and more especially in the young adult novels even though they're better books than than the other books all this lovey-dovey crap I don't yeah. like it. I, yeah, it was kind of it stuck out to me. The the it, you know, and I and I get it. You know, she's got to have. You know, I, I guess they were like, let's let's give her a morsel of hope, where you know she gets settled down after after Saw ditches her, like she explained in the movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, he left her with a blaster and and let her. You know, just kind of left her to fend for herself, and he did it apparently to protect her, and um. So they explain that in the book, and then she gets picked up by you know these two uh, natives of this planet, um, and yeah. So the son, the, the it's like a the character's son. They form a bond, like Jen and this guy, and yeah. I can't remember his name right now. Um, but yeah, it was. I guess it was just like a way to give her a morsel of hope, like because you because you're still you know you're in that that you know defensive Jen, you know where she's just like you know we've she's been used and she's just had a rough life and then she finally settles down with this family and actually be, you know learns to 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 trust them and she really feels like she's it you know she has a family again and everything's going cool and then all of a sudden she's experiencing these young feelings that she didn't really have a chance to have because because of how she grew up um so yeah, it was kind of weird. Like it came out of nowhere, and, and all of a sudden we had this little, like you said, this little lovey-dovey thing where, where it went from them just taking her in, and I thought that they were going to go like the brother-sister route, but then all of a sudden it's like, oh no, they're, no. they're young children that are lovey-dovey, and they're going to experiment with one another or whatever, and yeah, and then you know, and then you really then you crush her again when you take them away. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, when they get killed and then you're just like, wow, like you really see why it's just like anytime she forms a connection it you know, it gets taken away from her. So, yeah. So yeah, like I said, this book really does a job of just <laughs> showing you why she's so beat down and why she, she feels the way she does. And, and it does, but again, you know, he fall, he falls from the speeder. Jin falls on top of him. Yeah. <laughs> she can feel the heat from his loins. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. It Leave gets, it gets fan fiction. Like, yeah, it's pretty weird. I know. I, I just, I, to me, Star Wars is Star Wars. There's no place for it. And this is my gripe that I've had ever since Lost Stars, you know? And, yeah. uh, just, Tone it down a bit, y'all. Yeah. Make- it, it, to me, it really does feel like it's almost like it's, it's, it's um uh what's the word i'm looking for here it's it's like they're they're uh, they're trying to uh, appeal to the to a, a certain demographic you know they they're, are. they're pandering i guess to them like, yeah. like they know that okay a lot of these young adults if they're going to read it a lot of them too read fanfic online and they you know they read like you know the hunger games and they read 
Twilight. They read Twilight and stuff like that, and they're like, "Oh, you know, sex sells, and they love, they want, they want romance and love, so we got to give it to them." And even though this isn't a romance story at all, they're like, "We got to give, we have to put that somewhere in the book, like that's that's in the contract." (laughs) Yeah. So it just did, like I said, it does, it it sticks out like a sore thumb. Like I get why they do it, but it was just kind of, yeah, it was kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, overall, I thought the book was great. Um, Aside from from that little you know, scene there. I thought yeah. I, in the beginning, it took a while for me to get into it. But once I got into it, um, it was great. It, it, uh, it definitely gave you the backstory of Jen and explained her, her, um, you know, like you were talking about why she does the thing she does, why she feels the way she does about both sides. You know, she's just like side neutral in, in, in this right. whole thing. Um, she sees the jaded. she sees the the worst in both sides. I mean, yeah. she sees you know the flaws, and I I totally agree. I I see what you know where she's coming from, definitely, and I, I like that the book really shows that. Yeah, and I mean, and I mean, and throughout the book, you really feel for her because she she loses both her parents, and then not too long after that, she loses Saul. You know, the the only other person that she that was a parental figure in her life, and then she's just sent out on her own to to fend for herself with these uh skills that Saul has has taught her over the years, you know, uh especially like uh forging credits and whatever else she she learned to do. And then that's how she gets mixed up with the Empire and crazy stuff. But um I liked it. I, I mean if if I had to rank it among the top echelon of Star Wars books, it probably wouldn't be there, but it would be above average, you know? Right. Yeah, it what it wasn't Star Wars it wasn't Twilight Company. <laughs> right. Definitely. <laughs> um but it wasn't Lost Stars either. You know. It was it was it was a little bit above under I put it above Thrawn, below Lost Stars. Definitely. Yeah, I, I, I can agree with that. I mean, it's, it really does like, it does a good job of serving its purpose while, you know, some of the other books, maybe we feel that they kind of fall off a little bit, you know, they, or they don't, they don't, they're not on target the way you think they would be. But yeah. this one, this one was definitely, you know, besides the little, the little things, the little gripes. I mean, it, it was a really good book. It serves kind of like Ahsoka. It was good at serving its purpose of, of really giving and delving into the character itself. And in this case, it was a good way of uh, bridging the, uh, the, the prologue of Rogue One and then into the main meat of the story. And there's still stuff that could be told there. I mean, I, you could still, even though you do get a good bit of what's going on, you, they're, they're still, they could probably do like a, like a comic series or just some sort of, you know, like a side thing where you get to find out everything that Saul was up to. Yeah. Um, and that would be really cool to see a Saul book or something like that. But, um, but yeah, I thought this was, I thought this was a pretty decent book. It's up there. It's up there in the Lost Stars realm for sure. Yeah. Well, do you think that's going to wrap it up for this week? Yeah, I think, um, I think, like I said, for now, maybe next week we'll have more to talk about with Comic-Con once they reveal everything, because who knows, they may drop some bombs, you know, that we, you know, that we'll get to talk about next week. But, uh, but yeah, you know, um, just before we, before we wrap everything up, I just want to let you know that you, you can find our, um, all everything about us you can find on our website it's uh, outerrimnews.com um, you can also talk with us in our various social media sites you know we got twitter which is at you know you tweet us at outerrimnews um, you can facebook us at facebook.com slash outerrimnews you can even gram us at the old instagram at instagram.com slash outerrimnews and just remember kids this podcast is not endorsed or supported by Disney or Lucasfilm it is strictly for entertainment purposes only Star Wars names and sounds are all copyright and registered trademarks of Disney and their respective copyright holders. Boom! Yeah, I nailed that. You nailed I totally it. nailed that. You nailed it. You yeah. got it pregnant. <laughs> I did. I did. Uh, <laughs> so, my fi- final thoughts for the week are remember to check out Rogue One. It's on Netflix now. There's no excuse for you not to watch it. If yeah, you got Netflix. we got some... I mean, we've, we've had Clone Wars. We're still waiting for Rebels. Maybe one day Rebels will be put on Netflix. But, yeah, we got uh, Rogue One on, on Netflix. And uh, remember to spay and neuter your pets, kids. Thanks, Bob Barker. May the Force be with you. Peace.